Podcasting from the JK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. Baseball is back. Welcome to the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I am Scott Evans. He is Nick Lawson, and I hope he's on the line because uh, our computers, uh, last week he broke his because he was frustrated with the uh, vote of the players and or the owners or whoever was at fault. And uh, this week, completely different, but my computer crapped out. We're just not having any luck with computers, period. Yeah, if, if you guys want to... No, I'm kidding. Uh, so anyway, we are celebrating Reds baseball. It is back. And, uh, you know, a lot of changes in the game for 2022. A lot of changes may be coming for 2023. Some of the things that said uh, were a done deal yesterday uh, for 2023 is not a done deal yet. I, I like what baseball did with that. We'll get into that. Uh, but tell me how you're feeling. How are you feeling now that baseball is going to be back a full 162-game season? Uh, Red's going to start off on the road in Atlanta. Uh, you know, the last time that they started off in the road, what happened? It was a lockout year as well. 1990 World Series. World Series champions. I'm feeling pretty good about it, man. I mean, their free agency started. And it's going to blow up here in the next few days, few weeks, or whatever is going to be crazy. Hopefully, the Reds will do some do some work here. I mean, you got some work to do, right? You know, I I know uh, Nick Crawl was very Nick Crawl like in his statement tonight. We're not going to get into that. We're just going to stay all positive. We're going to talk about opening day. Uh, Reds opening day uh, is going to be. April the 12th, the time right now is 6.40. I suspect that may change, but uh, as of right now, on April the 12th against the Guardians, uh, the MLB's web team was not ready <laughs> because all kinds of uh, mayhem was going on tonight. Uh, April 7th and April 12th were removed from the schedule at one point. I don't know if the Reds were trying to see if they could get a one-game home opener and move the schedule around. I don't think it was going to work with the way baseball was working. And I don't think the players like one game series. No, I I don't either. Honestly, I want to have a series. We want to have two or three games at least. Right. I I mean, I know they've done it for, for makeup games in the past. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be double headers anyway. Right. So, I mean, Let's have an opening day. I mean, obviously, we're not going to be home, but let's have the one opening day that we're going to have. It may be 640. It may be 410. Who knows? But let's have let's have an opening day. There's going to be a parade, apparently. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, if you had opening day tickets uh, and did not request a refund, for sure your game tickets are going to be transferred to the April 12th game. If you did request a refund... Uh, check with your Reds representative for that information. Uh, nothing's been decided right now. My tickets for the game 
uh, because I selected both a refund and to keep them, but I, I did tell them I wanted to keep them after I thought about it and, and didn't react off my emotions. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, uh, with that said, uh, people for that had tickets for April 12th game, I, I was in that boat as well. Your tickets are missing and opening day tickets are no longer in your ballpark. I think the reds are moving everybody that had, um, tickets for opening day to April 12th. And then I don't know what they're going to do with the people that had tickets for April 12th. They're at the well. I have no idea. No, no, the, the Reds will make it right. They'll either <laughs> offer other tickets or um, a different game. Uh, maybe they'll move them to the next game. It's going to be because, you know, there probably were some people that wanted to see the Guardians that bought that game for that game. Right. But the Reds. Yeah, no, matter will, if no matter if they're the Guardians or Indians, whatever. Yeah, that's the other thing I noticed tonight when I was looking at the schedules. The uh, Cleveland uh, site and the MLB app are still uh, called the Indians. That's weird. Yeah, somebody didn't do that. I guess the uh, web people were just like, "Uh, season's under lockdown. We're not doing anything. Yeah, they they all went on vacation. (laughs) But anyway, new CBA is established, and here is uh, what's changed. Uh, teams are going to play a full season of 162 games this year. That I love. That's the best part. Uh, double headers <laughs> going back to nine innings. No more high school type games of seven innings. No more seven innings. No more ghost runners. Get back to real baseball. Yeah, that's that was my next thing. The ghost runner has been eliminated. Yes, we need a we need an applause meter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, let me, I can actually do that. Oops, there we go. There it is. Uh, There's a new pre-arbitration bonus pool of $50 million. That means uh, Jonathan Endy is going to get paid. He deserves it. Uh, the league minimum salaries up to seven hundred thousand dollars now, which seems crazy. I remember back yeah. in the eighties of being fifty thousand dollars. That's uh, a nice little improvement there. Yep. But you know, baseball revenues are way higher than they were in the eighties as well. That'd be true. Yeah, the luxury tax thresholds. I don't really care. Two hundred thirty-three million. Uh, 237 million, 241 million and 244 million. The Reds will never hit those levels. Uh, there were four team or four player representatives. So four, uh, teams of players that voted against the deal. Uh, those were the Mets, the Yankees, the Astros and the Cardinals. I, I don't have just a boo. More, just, I tell you what, just more reason to hate those teams. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a boo. I wish I did. Uh, the, the next Fair. thing is uh, a new six-pick pa- six draft lottery will be implemented in an effort to uh, try to not uh, have teams uh, tank. They did eliminate the uh, Roll 5 draft this year. Oh, that's good, too. 
Uh, let's see. The uh, designated hitter is being implemented league-wide, both in the NL and DL. Here's my thought about it. What do you think about the DH? Well, the DH, you, you get another hitter in there. And, 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 and to be honest, while you did have, uh, you know, Otani and Michael Lorenzen, occasional uh, decent hitting pitcher, 90% of the time it was, you know, they'd either go up there, just hold the bat on their shoulder, they'd swing and then walk with the bat down the, uh, down the baseline. Uh, so it, 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 became, uh, it became a joke. I know Joe Nuxall would probably not be – Happy with the decision if he were still around. Uh, rest his soul. Uh, one of the greatest of all time. Listening to some of the calls uh, during the lockout that I shared uh, on social media. Uh, he was one of the best. But Because uh, he always said, if you have a bat in your hand, you could be dangerous. But uh, that, that kind of went away. <laughs> and then, you know, the other side of it, you're paying a guy like Sonny Gray tens of millions of dollars. Uh, do you really want to take a chance that he gets injured running the bases? No, I mean, you have a pitcher that's there to pitch. Um, yeah, I think at this point now, you probably won't ever see anybody bunt anymore. No, yeah, but you weren't, you weren't seeing that anyway. And, you know, I, I've yeah. talked about that before. I went to the Savannah bananas, banana ball game in 2021 and, uh, they had different rules. I didn't know what they were until after the game. And one of them I didn't even notice because you rarely see it in major league games anymore is, uh, they don't have bunting. No bunting is allowed in banana ball and, and watching the game with all the other crazy stuff they had, like fans catching a uh, foul balls and outs didn't even notice the bunting. Much like softball. You can't bunt softball. Right. Um, the uh, postseason is now including 12 teams. Here's my thoughts. What's your thoughts on the uh, expanded playoffs? I like it. I think it's a great idea. It gives other teams, it gives some lower teams a chance that they can make the playoffs. Uh, the amateur draft has been locked at 20 rounds versus the 40 that it used to be. Here's my thoughts. I, I hate that Rob Manfred decimated the minor leagues. Uh, I, I guess it could have been worse because I know he wanted to decimate them further. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, occasionally you did get that 40-round pick that ended up being a superstar. Yeah. I mean, we, we all we kind of figured out Rob Manfred doesn't like baseball. But you know what can you do at this point? I mean, it's twenty. It's it's at twenty instead of forty. It's a lot, It's not going to be as long, right? Yeah, I mean and that, and well, you know, he's cut down the team, so uh, you'd have you would have too many players that would get drafted and then never play. Right, I think that's probably what it, his his mindset is there because a lot of guys will just spend the rest of their career in the minor leagues, maybe taste the majors for a few games. Uh, I mean, they would not. There would just wouldn't be enough teams for uh, the players drafted if you only have four teams per uh, per uh, team, four minor leagues affiliated teams. So, 
Uh, I mean, he, he, how many teams did he eliminate? He eliminated a ton of minor league Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. It used to be 40 when you had all those teams, and now he eliminated yeah. those. He wanted to eliminate more. The players said no, thankfully. Uh, hopefully that yeah. doesn't happen. Uh, the next thing, the teams can only option in an individual player to the minor leagues a maximum of five times per year. That one's going to be interesting. I know the players wanted that. I kind of almost equate that to the pitcher comes in and has to face three batters. I wish that was going away. It's not. But, uh, you know, because you have injuries that come up, uh, you have other situations. I think it does kind of help prevent the uh, service time issues like what Chris Bryant saw. Um, I believe it's Chris Bryant from the Cubs, uh, the one year where he, he was held out and held out because, they, oh, he's not ready. He needs more seasoning. And then as soon as the service time was up where they got an extra year out of him, they're like, oh, he's ready. Let's bring him up. But the Reds did not do that with Jonathan India, thankfully, because uh, I think he's very happy as a Cincinnati Red. Well, he did a monster year, and he didn't have to go to the minors to get it done. Now, so, here, good this, for him, man. This one I really like. Uh, I wish it was set up a little bit different, but uh, at least it's not uh, – it's not solely Rob Manfred. Uh, starting in 2023, a new committee consisting of four active players, six MLB representatives, and one umpire uh, will be tasked with uh, analyzing and adopting rule changes. Changes <laughs> Examples uh, could be things such as uh, a pitch clock, larger bases, uh, limiting defensive shifts, and automated uh, strike zones. So all the rumors about those starting in 2023 in the final version, nothing is set in stone for 2023 yet, but starting next year, this committee, uh, whatever they decide, it can go in effect in 45 days. Stupid. Honestly. I don't care for that. But here's the previous. The previous one was Rob Manfred wants it, so next year it happens. Well, I mean, you're going to have bases that are going to be bigger than Jose Altuve. I mean, really. well, <laughs> that that's all jokes and stuff. Uh, that part didn't bother me. And But the thing is, at least now it's not Rob Manfred saying, I want that rule change. Now you have four players that get to uh, put their input in. An umpire gets to put their input in. I mean, imagine that. The person that actually has to... Uh, you know, uh, follow the rule or make sure everyone's following the rules and call the game that's in the, uh, that's in the midst of, uh, the game gets a say of it. Uh, unfortunately, major league baseball has, uh, a majority of the votes there, but, uh, hopefully it runs fairly. Uh, Rob did say that, uh, he realizes now that he failed, uh, to have a good relationship with the players. Uh, I don't know how he didn't know that before, but, uh, but you know, if he if he still just ramrods everything in uh, through this committee that he wants and doesn't listen to umpire concerns or uh, player concerns and find a better way to do the uh, the process, uh, then the next collective bargaining agreement is going to be the exact same thing. Well, no, he was wasn't there talk of like robot umpires? Well, we have a robot commissioner. Well, uh, the robot umpires is still, I mean, everything's on the table, but nothing is set in stone, which that part I like. And, and I, I like the fact that players at least, 
at least get a say on paper. Uh, let's see how it uh, turns out because you know they're they're uh, if like for example the crazy rules in the uh, with the Savannah Bananas, the owner of that team did not just say, "Well, these are my ideas, so we're going to do it." He actually got together with the players. They talked it out. The players actually came up with some uh, pretty innovative things that they could do as well to make it entertaining and uh, action packed. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want banana ball in the major league baseball, but just the same philosophy, talk to the players before you make a rule change, get, let them be part of the process. You'll get a better rule. And you know, the next time that the collective bargaining agreement comes up or with them working on the, uh, international draft, uh, in the meantime, those things will be much, much easier to come up with a uh, synthesis position where the players feel like they win, Rob Manfred wins, and the owners make money, so they win, the players make money, and the fans win because there's games. Uh, which, thankfully, there's going to be games in baseball. Let's talk about opening day. Uh, it was kind of crazy uh, looking at the schedule on uh, MLB's app. Uh, at one point, April 7th disappeared. April 12th disappeared on the on the schedule. Uh, they, it stayed there for the, uh, for the, uh, Indians or the, I'm sorry, the guardians, though the app still says the Indians, but, uh, red's first game is three twenty in Atlanta on April the 7th. Right now, opening day, six forty on April the 12th. That's a Tuesday. Um, and I, I can't wait to see it once I finally confirm that my tickets are there. I just hope you get tickets. Yeah, well, try. well, I I had I had tickets opening day before. Uh, it's really weird. So like all the games I had before are disappear that were disappeared. April third is still in my uh, tickets, uh, which obviously isn't going to happen. Cubs at Reds, but opening day is not there, and I had tickets to the April twelfth game, and those tickets are not there. Weird. And then I have a 20 game package with the red. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I have 18 games in my package plus the eight. Okay. So I have all the games in my package that were originally there. Plus I bought opening day as an extra game into my package. And then I had April 12th in there before. So now I have them all except for April the 12th. Both the opening day tickets are no longer in my tickets and uh, and the April 12th game originally. So I, I don't know what the Reds are going to do with that. Uh, I'm sure they'll send out an email tomorrow once they get all the uh, bugs worked out. I, I'm sure it's a real pain. I, I know it's probably easier with... Uh, with the computer systems and stuff, I'm sure it's still a pretty timely uh, process to take all the tickets from April 12th that were already sold, make those go into purgatory or, or whatever they're going to do with those, and then move all of the games from uh, the original opening day into the new opening day. My head hurts yeah, just talking that, about that. That's just a, that's just a mess. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I would not want that job because 
you know, I'm sure a lot of it's automated, but could you imagine if you, the one person that gets screwed up, if, if one person's tickets get lost, how mad that person would be? I would, if I'm that person, I'm taking a heart attack. I mean, <laughs> I'm getting out of that situation. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, opening day is going to happen. I, I think the parade's going to happen. Uh, we just don't know exactly a hundred percent for sure. What time Bob Castellini, uh, sent a message out to, uh, to fans. He didn't mention a time of the game. Uh, here's what he said on behalf of the entire Reds organization. We are excited to start the 2020 se- uh, 2022 season on April the 7th. And we cannot wait to welcome our fans to great American ballpark for the Reds home opener on April the 12th, when we will celebrate with all the traditions and fun that make opening day in Cincinnati, the greatest day in all of baseball. He's not lying. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a parade. Pretty sure that I'm, I, th- we're talking about the Castellinis. There is definitely going to be a block, block party with uh, beer gardens everywhere. The beer will be flowing. <laughs> so uh I, I, so you know sign of baseball is back uh we're not we'll do a prediction show later on in spring training we're going to look back at some of the seasons that were interrupted uh by player or ownership uh for labor disagreements in the past a lot of those uh ended up very good for the reds uh so that, that's what's coming up on the show in the next few weeks um i'm excited baseball's back yeah, well, we can start talking about spring training and a little limited version of it. And uh, maybe get into uh, the players and, and maybe just see uh, have a great season, man. That's what we want. Absolutely. So, as of today, Reds in first place. We're going to have a season. Let's go, Reds. Let's go, Reds. <laughs>